All right, everybody, welcome into the Hardly Knowledgeable Podcast. It is Sunday. We're doing this a little bit earlier in the week. We figured we could get some better reactions to the games that happened yesterday. Uh, as most of you know, both teams beat their opponent yesterday. Uh, Kansas played another basketball school in Duke, and then Kansas State, of course, went on the road and had a top 10 win beating Oklahoma uh, 40, 41-35, to right? 41-35? 34. 34. 41-34. So, I, for reasons, did not watch the KU game. So, Drew, if you would go ahead and give us your breakdown on that, that would be fantastic. All right. So, basically, KU came out of the gates, went right down the field, got down to the one-yard line, and was not able to punch it in. Uh, Able to get some stops on Duke early. uh, Had an eight-point lead at halftime. Also, a little later in the first half, Devin Neal, who wasn't able to punch it in from the one-yard line, fumbled when we were rolling and we're in Duke territory. I think we're at their like 20 or 30 yard line. So that was kind of tough. Uh, definitely couldn't put up by more. And then kind of the struggle to put the game away. Uh, I thought the defense played well, except for on third down. I thought that we'd get into third down. Sometimes it'd be third and three, sometimes it'd be third and 12, and they would just find a way to get it, which maybe Duke's offense is decent. I don't know. I just kind of felt like that was more on the defense. And I think that the offense kind of left at least – I'd say a score or two on the table, but was still able to get a get an eight point win at home against a team that I don't know if they're that good, but they had won their games going in. So I think it's a good win, but there's definitely a lot to work on with a tougher opponent coming in next week. So uh yeah, that's really about it. Jalen Daniels played spectacular, by the way. Again, five total touchdowns. He's amazing. But that's that's about all I got. All right. Well, Kansas is going to play their toughest test is going to have their toughest test this Saturday in Lawrence. They're going to play Iowa state, probably the best team they've played so far this year. Um, Iowa state's favored by three. It's on ESPN two at two thirty in Lawrence, Kansas. I'm going to take uh, the, the clones to cover here. Um, not bought into Kansas yet. So give me Matt Campbell, Hunter Deckers and the Cyclones. All right. So. As far as my analysis on this game goes, I think KU has one of the best offenses in the Big 12. Uh, Defense, probably towards the bottom by what we've seen so far. Um, But I think Jalen Daniels and this team can move the ball on anybody, and I don't think that should stop with Iowa State. I think Iowa State does have a good defense. Uh, They gave up 31 to Baylor last week, which maybe Baylor's offense is good. I don't know. They kind of... I don't know. We'll see on them. It's kind of hard to tell. They only get up seven to Iowa, but that's about that's about normal unless you're Rutgers or Nevada with them. So, um, you know, going into the Houston and West Virginia games on the road where KU was big underdogs, I kind of thought that KU would lose those games close because I wasn't really bought in yet to what we were doing. But now I've kind of seen it, and I think that there is a lot to improve on based on last week, and I think that the coaches will – you know, definitely an emphasis in, in practice. And I think that due to some stuff that we might talk about later, I think there might be some extra motivation going into this game. I think the booth will be packed. So I'm going to take KU. It's a biased pick, you know, might come back to haunt me in our little picks since I'm down a couple games. But uh, yeah, I'm going to take KU to win. I think that KU can win and I'm going to take them. 
All right. Well, moving on to the boys in purple, the dominant team in the state this weekend. Um, who would have thought that both teams in the state would be talked about being ranked? Of course, one team deservedly gets ranked. The other one does not. Um, so Kansas State goes into Norman, Oklahoma, um, upsets the number six Oklahoma Sooners. Adrian Martinez, here's a stat line for me. at 234 p- passing yards and then 148 rushing yards with four rushing touchdowns and one passing touchdown. So five total touchdowns for Adrian Martinez. We all know the last play on third and 16 when he doesn't see anybody downfield. There were four verts called. Like they were trying to get a home run play and really just break the backs of the Sooners. And nobody was there. And Adrian Martinez took off and ran, split a couple linebackers and made it out of the four-yard line. Next play, he scores on a quarterback power. Um, first, before I go, before I go into this game, I know there were a lot of doubters coming in to this week for the Cats. You know, they they lost a Tulane, uh, didn't look very good offensively. And here's just an example I found. I pulled up on the web from a random person. Really see, just I don't really see K State being able to keep up. So <laughs> uh, a little bit similar to my. Um, KU prediction, I think Oklahoma probably wins this game between two and three scores. So I'll say uh, I'll say OU by 17. Um, <laughs> there you had it, OU by 17. Of course, the Cats win by seven. Uh, should have probably won by 14, but Oklahoma scored with about 35 seconds left. Um, it was a good play, but, you know, this this is – this one's a little bit different. It didn't feel like a fluke. It just felt like Kansas State was the better team all around the ball. They knew what they wanted to do more. They were more physical. Uh, they just played a better game, and they didn't trail at all. And the game never really felt in doubt, which the past few times we've won. I mean, the last time we won in Norman, we were down by 21. The other uh, time before that in Manhattan, we were, uh, what, the, it took a – controversial call on an onside kick for us to get a win and this this time it really didn't feel like Oklahoma was ever really in the game I mean there were ups and downs but it always felt like when Oklahoma would score to threaten Kansas State would come up with an answer and it was that was impressive they scored when they needed to they were the much better team uh, than Oklahoma and it, it didn't feel like a fluke at all I mean it felt like they were in control of the game from the start of the game to the end of the game yeah, um, I'll address my comments from last week in a sec. But based on the game, like, yeah, Adrian Martinez played great. Like, that's the guy from Nebraska that, you know, could throw really good down the field. The throwing stats weren't amazing, but I just don't think K-State, like, you know, like Ben Sennett, was he the number? Yeah, like he was number one receiver in this game. But Adrian Martinez made a lot of a lot of good plays with his legs, and that's what they had to do to win. And you know, I thought OU kind of left some points on the table offensively. I thought Dylan Gabriel, I know he missed Drake Stoops for a touchdown in the first half. There were a couple other throws that he had, but he kind of just put a little too much on it. He was trying to throw some fastballs and just they're getting away from him. So I'm sure they'll fix that. But yeah, like K, K-State never trailed. It was tied at like 14-14 at one point. But then the second half, they, you know, kept it going. And Adrian Martinez made some great plays down the stretch. So, you know. Great win for them. Um, You know, about my, you know, the first three games for K-State, we didn't see this offensive output that they had. They were definitely leaving some stuff for OU that they didn't want to show on film. And I thought that might have been the case before the two-lane game. And after watching that game, I thought that they might have needed to 
reach in their bag for that uh, for that Tulane game that they lost, but they didn't, and they came prepared for OU and they won. So, you know, I was wrong, but I think I did have reason to be concerned, and you know, K State won. So, great win for them. Yep, and now they get to come home to Manhattan, Kansas, to play Texas Tech at 11 a.m. on Big 12 now on ESPN Plus. So one game in the national spotlight gets them ranked, and then they get to come home and play Texas Tech. They're favored by eight right now. It'll probably probably be another sellout, which Kansas State's used to. I'm not sure Kansas is, but it'll probably be another sellout for the Wildcats. Talking about K State or KU? Do what? We're talking about K State or KU? Uh, K State. Okay. Yeah. Uh, It'll probably be another sellout again. Bill Snyder family stadium. It's ready for that. Uh, Three in a row now for them. Number 25 cats minus eight against Texas tech. The over under is not been set yet. I'm seeing Um, 57 and a half on CBS. 57 and a half. Yep. ESPN's not showing me. Okay, so 57 and a half. Um, I'll take the Cats to win this in cover. We know Texas Tech beat Texas last week, um, but I'll take the Cats to win this in cover. Um, They'll probably win by two scores. So give me Kansas State in front of a sellout. Number 25 ranked Wildcats. Yeah, so kind of an interesting game because I guess in theory it could be a letdown spot for both teams. But, you know, K-State went on the road and won a game, and Texas Tech was at home and won a game, and now they have to go on the road for, I think, the first time this year. Nope, I lied. They played NC State on the road already. But, you know, I think that K-State has a really good defense, especially up front, and I bet that they can get pressure to Texas Tech's quarterback. Um, They did move the ball on a Texas defense that looked good against Bama, but maybe that was just a fluke performance because Texas's defense normally isn't very good. So. I will take K-State to win. I could see it being close for a little bit. So I'll say K-State by seven. So I guess Texas Tech covers, but I think K-State will win. Like, like I don't think it'll really ever be in doubt. So I'll take K-State to win, and I'll take the over. I think both teams could, could get to 30. All right, moving on to more Big 12 play. We're going to look at Oklahoma and TCU. This game is at TCU. Oklahoma's favored by five, the number 18 ranked team in the country now. Um, I believe this will be a bounce-back game for Oklahoma, and I don't really predict them having much trouble with the Horned Frogs, um, who might not be very good. Uh, so give me Oklahoma to cover the five-point spread, beating TCU in Fort Worth. All right, yeah. So and what we've seen from TCU, they've looked okay. They beat Tarleton State, who is an FCS team. They beat Colorado, who is a Power 5 team by name only, I'd say at this point. And then they beat SMU, so that's that's a good win for them. But, yeah, Oklahoma's probably pretty pissed off after losing to K-State for, you know, the third time in four years. I know it's a new coaching staff, but there's probably a good amount of players who have lost to K-State twice now, and they're probably, you know, they're probably pissed off. And I think that they'll they'll go into TCU and win. I'm surprised the line's only five. I figured it'd be a t- at least a touchdown, but I guess they're giving something for home field there. But, uh, yeah, I'll take OU to win as well. I think they win. I'd say by at least two scores. You know, I think that Dylan Gabriel needs to clean some stuff up because he missed some throws against K-State, who has a good defense, and I don't know that TCU does. So I I think OU rolls in this one. 
All right, moving on to Waco, Texas. Uh, it's a ranked versus ranked matchup. The only one the Big 12 boasts this weekend. Uh, top 10 Oklahoma State is playing Baylor. Uh, Baylor's at home after a win over Iowa State, 31-24. Again, they still behold that loss to BYU, but uh, I think BYU is a pretty good team. Uh, it is a pick em. I mean, Baylor's favored by one and a half. So it's pretty much a pick em. I'm actually going to take Baylor at home. That's a tough place to go play at. Um, Oklahoma State and Baylor both have they both have good defenses. So it'll be a defensive battle. And we know the last time they played, it was decided by one inch. But I'm going to take Baylor at home in McLean Stadium at 2.30 on Fox. Yeah, um, kind of doubt of Baylor going, uh, going on the road to Iowa State last week, which I guess there's still a lot of known, unknown with Iowa State. But I think that was a great win for them to win by – I guess they won by seven, but they were in control the whole time. And that's a great win for them. And I guess it could be a letdown spot. Oklahoma State is coming off a bye, but Oklahoma State hasn't really played anybody yet, haven't played a conference game. Their toughest game was either Central Michigan or Arizona State, which, you know, Arizona State's uh, coach just got fired, and Central Michigan hasn't done too good after that game. So, um I could see Oklahoma State going in just because uh, their coaching staff has an extra week to prepare, but I think Baylor is just more tested at this point. So I will take, I will take Baylor to win as well. I do think it'll probably be a field goal game. You know, these teams played a close game last year in the regular season, and then obviously the Big Twelve title game last year was really close, and uh, Baylor edged them out. And I think uh, similar thing happened this time. So I'll take, I'll take Baylor as well. All right, and now for the last Big 12 game of the week, Texas and West Virginia will be playing in uh, Austin, Texas, uh, DKR Memorial Stadium. Uh, both teams coming off, or Texas coming off a loss, West Virginia coming off a win in rivalry games. Uh, Texas, Texas's offense did not look like there it was an issue um, against Texas Tech. Texas Tech just got a couple key stops. So I, I think this offense is very good. Uh, West Virginia also obviously very good offensively. This could be another old 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 school Big Twelve shootout uh, that we were used to seeing um, in the early 2010s uh, era. So I'm I'm gonna whew, this is a tough one. Texas is favored by ten. I think Texas will win this game outright, but I don't think they'll cover the 10-point spread. West Virginia is going to get better as the season goes along, uh, but the team just has to mesh a little bit more. So I am going to take Texas to win this game, but not by 10. Yeah, I think that's pretty spot on. Um, Yeah, I wasn't able, kind of like how you weren't able to watch the KU game very much. I was not able to watch the Texas game very much. I was able to catch the end. Um, Yeah, I was pretty surprised that they lost it. Because them putting up 34 points against Tech is not surprising at all. But I didn't think Tech would be able to score 37 based on what I said earlier, like how their defense did against Bama. But, you know, maybe like, you know, Texas fans like to tell you that that was Texas Tech Super Bowl. Well, maybe Bama game was Texas Super Bowl. I don't know. Um, I will say I am kind of impressed with how West Virginia has kept JT Daniels healthy. Um, Because that first game against Pitt that they lost by seven, that was a very – um, that was a rough game for JT Daniels. He played well, but he got hit a ton, but he didn't get hit a ton against Kansas. And I didn't watch much of the Virginia Tech game that they won by a lot, but I didn't really see much about him getting hit. So I think that West Virginia can keep this game close, but if it gets in a shootout, I think that Texas probably has the better athletes on offense to win. So I'll take Texas, but I don't, I'm not sure why they're favored by 10. That just kind of seems like 
you know, they're Texas that are favored by a lot, but I'll take, I'll take Texas to win. I don't see them dropping two in a row, but uh, you know, maybe West Virginia beat them last year, but I'll take Texas to win by a score. So. All right, same, real quick. What the are the standings there. here? What are the big 12 pick standings? So hold on. I am updating our spreadsheet, um, which isn't too hard because we all have the same picks except for one. Um, so last week, we both picked KU to beat Duke. Why did I – never mind. Why did I pick – that That wasn't a Big 12 game. We just had three. Okay. So you are – that – sorry. Um, okay. So in K-State, Oklahoma, you had K-State. I had Oklahoma. In Baylor, Iowa State, you had Baylor. I had Iowa State. And uh, in the Texas, Texas Tech game, we both picked Texas. So you are three and one. Is that right? Should be. Because I picked West Virginia to beat Kansas in the first, second week of the season. Should be two and two. Yeah, you're two and two. Yeah, so you're two and two. I'm 0 and four. Need to bounce back. I know ball, baby. I know ball. (laughs) Listen, you you can get one game back this weekend, but I don't think you will. All right? One game back this weekend. Yeah, I might I might just fall back by another game. We'll see. Um but yeah, good job, man. You nailed your well, I guess we both got Texas wrong, but you nailed the other ones, so <laughs> I uh feel dumb for doubting uh Dave Aranda, but you know. Never doubt Dave Aranda. Happens. Yeah, I I should learn by now. All right. A couple of games um in the top twenty five next week that I figured wouldn't be bad picking. First of all, go Vols. Vol for life beat uh, Florida. Um in a, in a game that they really deserved. Um, so tried to try to give it away, but you know, they, well, they did, but just wanted to make it interesting. Right. Yeah. So we talked about UCLA earlier, not on this podcast. We talked about them not being ranked. They are four and oh, they're playing Washington in Los Angeles on Friday night. Students are back. So maybe there'll be a crowd for four and oh, playing number 15. Uh, who do you think might win that game? Washington's favored by two and a half, by the way. Hmm. So I was actually kind of high on UCLA coming into the season. I think their quarterback, Dorian Thompson Robinson, is pretty good. I thought they had some nice weapons, but they've kind of let's see, I don't remember their game. Oh yeah, that's right. They beat Colorado. Uh other than that, they've taken care of business in their four games except for their game against South Alabama, which they won by a point. Um yeah, the home crowds there have definitely been bad. So I don't know if there's much of a home field advantage, but maybe there will be a crowd with students back. But I think Washington's been really impressive. I think they've taken care of business this year to beat Michigan State at home, which they might not be great because they just got their boat raced by Minnesota last week. But still think Michigan State's a quality team. So I'll take I'll take Washington to win. Um I think those Pac twelve late kicks on Friday get super weird. But yeah, for sure. Should be close. I'll take um, Washington though. Uh, top 15 matchup here. Kentucky is going to uh the Grove to play Ole Miss. Both teams 4-0. Ole Miss is favored by four. I actually think I would take I will take the Rebels here. Um, I just think they're too potent offensively for Kentucky to keep up with. Unless Kentucky really slows the game down and then goes on these nice six, seven, eight minute drives. Um, I think Ole Miss might I think they're just too good. So give me Ole Miss to win that game. All right. So I wasn't necessarily that high compared to like where they're ranked I guess like 
with either of these teams going into the year, but I think I'm going to take Kentucky here just to win and cover, obviously, because they're underdogs. I, you know, Kentucky's been tested. They had that game against Florida, which, you know, Anthony Richardson decided to play like Helen Keller for a few drives and throw some picks, you know, lost me some money, whatever. Not mad about it. Uh, Old Miss's uh, offense, when they've had their, what I'm trying to say is when they've had to throw the ball, it hasn't been that great, but in most of their games, they've just been able to run the ball and win because the running game is very good. I think Kentucky can shut that down, and I think it can be tough. And I know that Lane Kiffin's offense is pretty hard to kind of learn when it's like your first year. I know Matt Corral kind of had a rough first year, and then last year he was really good. They have Jackson Dart, who's a USC transfer, playing quarterback. And he's been okay, but I know against Georgia Tech, they just didn't even throw the ball. Like, they just beat him 42-0 by running it because they're just better. But I don't think they can do that against Kentucky. And unless Jackson Dart can make some plays, I'll take Kentucky even though I'm not a big Will Levis guy, but I'll take, I'll take Kentucky to win a close one. All right. Uh, next game, moving down the line here. Uh, Oregon State is playing in Utah, uh, at Utah. Uh, number 12, Utah is favored by 12 points. Oregon State just gave uh, USC a bit of a run for their money. And Oregon State's team that we actually think is kind of good, um, I actually – I. I think they'll cover the 12 points, but I also think Utah's a better team than USC, more physical team than USC. So I'll take Utah to win that game, but I think Oregon State will cover the 12. Yeah, um, I was really surprised. I wasn't surprised that they were close with USC, but I was surprised that it was a 17-14 game and not like a 38-35 game because USC, their defense hasn't really been that great, but they were against Oregon State, and obviously it took a late touchdown to beat Oregon State, but if they struggle with USC's defense, I feel like they'll struggle with Utah's defense. But they also slow down USC offensively, so I bet they'll slow down Utah offensively. So I think a 56-point total is way too high. I could see this game being in, like, the 40s, like maybe 23-20 type game. So I'll take Utah to win. I think Utah is a better team, and I think they they know that they need to basically win the rest of their game since they dropped one early to Florida. Um, so yeah, I'll take Utah to win, but I think Oregon State covers. All right. Very nice. Okay. The next game. Dun, 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 dun. The SEC game of the week on CBS. Alabama is headed to Fayetteville to play Arkansas, who lost in heartbreaking fashion last week in a rivalry game against Texas A&M in Dallas. Um, Arkansas or Alabama is 16 and a half point favorites on the road in Fayetteville. I just don't think they're going to cover 16 and a half. I think they've had troubles on the road. They've had trouble on the road at Texas, even when Hudson card played and they just lost to Texas tech, Uh, but they had troubles on the road at Texas. They had troubles on the road all year last year. So I don't think they're going to cover 16 and a half. It's going to be an ugly game. That's just what it is. And Arkansas is going to lose by three, but Alabama will still win the game, but it's going to be a lot closer than people are saying. By the way, this isn't very, Notable for good teams, but uh, Jeff Collins just got fired at uh, Georgia Tech. So another week, another coach fired. Um, Darn it. I like yeah. Jeff. G-off. <laughs> yeah. Sure, I'm sure he's a good guy, but, you know. Anyway. Um, yeah, so the spread seems a little bit much. Um, I think I'm going to take Bama. Obviously, I'm going to take Bama to win because it's kind of – It'd be crazy to take Bama to 
lose against anyone that's not Georgia at this point or or Ohio State, I guess. But um, I think I'm going to take them to cover. I just, you know, I think a lot of times with a team like Bama, you see a spread and you're like, oh, there's no way. It'll be close. And then they just win by 21 or something. Kind of happened last year. So not in this game, but in other games. This game was close last year. So I think I think Bama can take care of business. Um, Wait, did you say the Arkansas-Alabama game was close last year? It was, wasn't it? No. I think sure? Arkansas got blown out. Uh, wasn't that the game where Arkansas did, like, the fake field goal and lost by – Yes. Okay. Yes, yes. Who did Arkansas get blown out by? Was it Georgia? It was Georgia. Yeah, Georgia. I remember Ole Miss year. played Alabama and then – That was a blowout. Arkansas played Georgia on the same weekend, and Ole Miss and Alabama – or Ole Miss and Arkansas were, like, the two upstarts. I remember that now. Yeah. Get yeah, I remember – yeah, I remember I was like, Ole Miss might win, and they lost by like 30, so that was tough. Uh, so, yeah, um, you know, the one good team we've seen Bama play is Texas, and they only won by one. So, don't have much to go off of here, but, you know, maybe Nick Saban's got a drill in their head that they need to actually, uh, you know, can't just sleep through this one. So, I'll I'll take Bama to win and cover. Don't feel great about it, but it's tough to tough to bet against Nick Saban, so. All right, I got three more games here, Drew. Okay. Okay, let's go to Tallahassee, Florida. The 4-0, number 23, Florida State Seminoles are playing Wake Forest, who just came off of an overtime loss to Clemson, which, which was they played them close. It was a good game. Yeah. Florida State is favored by four in this game. And I just don't know. I don't think they're going to win. I think Wake Forest offensively is too good. Um, and I, I know Doak Campbell's a hard place to go play, and it's probably going to be hot and humid. But uh, I think Wake Forest wins this game by by a score or two. I think they're kind of angry, and now they get a regroup. They played Clemson, so now they regroup, and then they continue on, uh, hopefully, to top their division again. Yeah, so I was really impressed with them hang with Clemson because I figured Clemson could score as much as they wanted to on Wake Forest defense because Wake Forest defense isn't very good. But the fact that they put up 45, I don't know how much what they put up. Okay. Yeah. They put up 38 points in regulation against Clemson, which that doesn't happen really ever. So, and I know that Brent Venables isn't there anymore, but it's still like the talents there for them. So that was, that was a great offensive game by them. I actually think I really like Jordan Travis for Florida state. I think he's been really impressive. Um, they boat raced Boston college last week. They're not very good, but just in general, like against LSU, I thought he was really impressive. Um, so I'm going to take Florida state to win here. Cause I think it can just be a shootout. And I bet Florida state has a slightly better defense than wake forest does. Um, but I think six or I'm sorry, you said four. the one I'm seeing is six. I think this is like a field goal game either way. So I will take wake to cover. And I'm seeing over under 66. I feel like this could uh, this could be in the 70s. Yeah, definitely hit the over there. So I'll take Wake to cover, but I think Flor I think Florida State can beat them. So I'll take Florida State for sure. All right, now going to Stark Vegas, Starkville, Mississippi, Texas A&M <laughs> after a big win uh, against number 10 Arkansas is going to Mississippi State, three and one Mississippi State to play the Bulldogs. Uh, it's a pick em. Mississippi State's favored by one, what I'm seeing here, according to Caesar Sportsbook. Um, again, uh, Texas A&M won last week by two, um, and 
Mississippi State, the one SEC team they played, uh, they got beat badly uh, by LSU. So uh, Mississippi State is favored. Cowbells will be ringing. Um, I, I think they can win this game. I like I like Mississippi State. I think I said that I was kind of high on them at the beginning of the year. I like Mississippi State, so I'm actually going to take them to win this game outright. So Mississippi State. All right. Um, yeah, I'm. I was pretty high on them going into the year two. I know that Mike Leach coach teams in year three are usually pretty good. I did get to watch some of that game against LSU, and I kind of thought that LSU kind of just had better athletes down the stretch, and they actually looked good coached and they executed well, which they were not doing week one against Florida state. So that was kind of good, good on them to see, but yeah, Mississippi state playing them at home. It's kind of like a contrasting styles game because Texas A&M is pretty bad on offense and Mississippi state has a really good offense. And then Mississippi state's defense obviously isn't as good as Texas A&M's, but I think at home they can definitely win. And I think them being favored kind of shows something. So I'll take them to win. I think they're a, I think they're a quality team and they, you know, be tough to drop to 0-2 if you want to have a good season. So I think I think they get it done. All right. A couple of really wide spreads before I talk about the last game. I'm just going to ask you, can this team cover this spread, okay? Okay. Ohio State favored by 41 over Rutgers. Yeah. They can? I, I think. Okay. I mean, and, I mean, okay, how many points did Rutgers go to Iowa? Uh, like, Ohio State might just score 60. Yes, they gave up 27 to Iowa. I know they had a couple defensive – or one defensive score. No, I think they had two. Okay, maybe they didn't give that much, but I don't know. I've seen what Ohio State did in Wisconsin. I think they can definitely cover that. All right. Penn State minus 25 and a half, 24 and a half over Northwestern. Oh, yeah, for okay. sure. Northwestern's horrible. <laughs> You, uh, Georgia minus 28 over Missouri. So I saw this one. Why are they only favored by 28? <laughs> Is it because Kent State gave them fits probably for a half? Like, probably Missouri's not good. Like, they hung with Auburn and lost, but Auburn probably isn't good either. <laughs> yeah, Brian Harson will probably be fired at the end of the year. I think Georgia might be covering that at half. So, yeah, yeah. I think Georgia covers. Okay. Pittsburgh minus 19 and a half. Uh, against Georgia Tech. Hmm. You see, now we know that Jeff Collins got fired. I don't know. Maybe Georgia Tech. You know, got a firelit under him. But I, I'd, I'd probably take Pitt to cover. Okay. And USC minus twenty four over Arizona. I'm gonna say no. No. I think I don't know what's going on with USC. Like their offense was doing really good, and their defense was playing well, but was a little would shaky. It, would it change the fact that it's not Arizona, but it's Arizona State? Oh. I said Arizona. It's Arizona State. Oh, God. Yeah, I'd take, you, <laughs> I'd take USC to cover. Okay. I kind of sneaky yeah. like Arizona, even though they just lost a cow. I don't know why. Yeah. And then the last one of these, uh, BYU minus 24 and a half over Utah State. I th- Let me hold on. Where is that? Because I think... I'm going to say yes. Um, I'm pretty sure Utah State has been kind of bad. Yeah, they're when one and three. It? Oh, that's on Thursday. That's why I couldn't find it. Yeah. They, yeah, they squeaked by UConn. I remember that game. That was week zero. Lost to UNLV. Yeah. Oh, God. They lost to Weber State. Yeah. Okay. 
yeah, I'll take also Weber State 35 to 7. I knew it was a big I, I thought that was a blowout. And this team won the Mountain West last year, I think. So quality group Where of five conference. is Jordan Love when you need him? So last <laughs> <laughs> last game uh that we'll talk about this weekend. It's a top ten matchup, the only top ten matchup of the weekend. It's in the ACC. Number 10, 4-0, NC State going on the road to number five. Uh, Clemson in Death Valley, Brad Nessler, Kirk Herbstreet on the call, ABC, 6.30. Clemson is favored by seven. And I'm be real honest with you. North Carolina State's winning this game. NC State's winning the ACC. NC State is going to the playoff. And NC State is beating Clemson by 10 this weekend by 10 in death valley people are going to start leaving before the game's even over give me the wolf pack that would be something if they won by 10 i definitely think they can win um i wasn't like i said earlier i wasn't too impressed with weight with the like clemson's offense was good against Wake forest but they kind of had to be or they were going to lose Wake forest did whatever they wanted to now nc state's offense hasn't been too great this year i know they Almost lost one to ECU, which would have been a damper in your playoff thing. But, you know, ECU's kicker decided to help you out with that one. Missed two kicks. Um, yay. Yay. Um, but I was high on Clemson coming the year, and I'm not going to back out now. So I'm going to take Clemson to win. Um, I will note that last year, because this game is at NC State, NC State needed overtime to beat Clemson, and I actually think this Clemson team's better. I think DJ Uwianga Lele is playing better. Um his backup might be better, but he's, you know, he's playing well enough to keep his job for now. So I think, uh, I think Clemson gets it done. Well, you're wrong. We'll see. So, just a reminder, two and two, Drew's 0-4. I know ball. Drew doesn't know ball. All right. We'll find out next weekend if Drew takes one up on me. I doubt it because I know ball. So, um <laughs> Uh, so that'll do it for this week's episode of the Hardly Knowledgeable Podcast. In case you wanted to know, are we big talking noon kickoff? Are Michigan, we talking rankings? Or... Do what? Are we talking rankings on this? We already talked a little bit. Well, yeah, not on here though. Oh, I, I thought my under the cuff remarks towards Kansas were uh, us talking about rankings, but we can go ahead and do that. Uh, the AP poll came out today. A lot of Kansas fans believe Kansas should be in the top 25. Kansas State snuck in and took their spot after beating a number or a top 10 team um, in Oklahoma um, this weekend. They kind of stole the spotlight from the 4-0 Jayhawks, and I love to see it. Uh, so, obviously, I think Kansas State is more deserving of the rank than Kansas is, and that's why they're up there. Um I don't know if Kansas should be ranked yet, even though they are 4-0. Syracuse is 4-0. UCLA is 4-0. Um, James Madison's undefeated. Um, so there are other undefeated teams out there. Hey, Kansas don't be talking bad about James Madison. You know, they might be the best team in the country. They probably are, to be honest with you. <laughs> in Kansas's defense, they are the 26th best team in the country. According to this poll, they've they're, they're the most other team receiving votes, but Kansas State deserved the rank just a little bit more than Kansas. What did you have to say? So, a couple thoughts. I 
am okay with K-State being ranked above KU. I think both teams should be ranked. Now, honestly, from our argument here, there's really only one team that I think KU should be ranked over, and that's Pitt. I do think, I said this to you earlier, I think Ole Miss should be lowered in 14th, but they've taken care of business, and I do think they are a good team. So, like, KU's not going to be above them. Like, Pitt lost that game to Tennessee. They beat West Virginia by less than KU did, and that was at home. KU's game was at West Virginia. And other than that, they've played Western Michigan and Rhode Island. Is that who they played? Yeah. Let's go. I know ball. Just not on the picks. Uh, <laughs> not the picks. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So I think KU should be above them. Um, I, the argument could be made for KU being above K-State because K-State does have a bad loss. But K-State also has a really good win against Oklahoma, and KU doesn't have that. So. I would okay actually with- argue that K-State probably has the best win of the year right now. Of any team? Right now. Of any team, Kansas State probably has the best win of the year. I'm just trying to think of... I mean, maybe Florida beating Utah, but again, they did that at home. Um. Yeah, I'm just trying to... Also, now, I don't want to slander Big 12 teams, but I've just got my eye on Oklahoma State being ranked ninth. That seems a little, you know, I don't know. Like, they beat Central Michigan, Arizona State, and Pine Bluff at home. Says he doesn't want to slander. I'm not uh, slandering them. Broken. I'm just. Then slanders Oklahoma State. They have, I'm... hey, they have a logo too, okay? That's right. Not just They've Notre They've got Dame. a logo. So, and again, I don't want to be too mad about it because, like, KU being ranked 26th is, like, something that I wouldn't have thought would happen for a while going into the year. But I don't know. I haven't been a huge uh, proponent of the AP poll just in general. Like, so K-State's ranked 25th now because they beat Oklahoma, but then they also drop Oklahoma 12 spots. Like, Oklahoma's way better than the 18th best team in the country. Yes. But, again, we talked about it. I get it. Like, I get it why it happens. But it's like, okay, so you're ranking the team they lost to, but then you're dropping them 12 spots. Like, just drop them, like, five spots. Now, but I think it's also – we talked about this game, and Kansas State was in control the whole time. Kansas State was far and away the better team yesterday. I mean, do you agree? They were the better team, yeah. Far and away, like, K-State was the better team. I, I think Dylan Gabriel left some points out on the table. I wasn't – like, I think he, he did. I think he played well, but he definitely missed some throws that could have led to some points. But I was never very concerned about the outcome of the game after K-State jumped up 14 nothing, and then was able just to score every time they needed to, you know? Were you a little worried when it was 14-14? Um, it kind of felt like the momentum had turned, but then Kansas State again was able to go score. So yeah. I, think that, I think it's a big respect thing. I mean, if you can just score when you need to and the other team's threatening, that's, that's impressive. Yeah, for sure. So – yeah, like K-State should, like, I think if you lose the two-lane, but you followed up with Oklahoma, like, safe to assume the two-lane loss probably just shouldn't have happened. Very safe, yes. KU, now, and now KU shouldn't be, like, I honestly think K-State should be 24th instead of Pitt, and KU should be 25th. I think the other teams, like Florida State deserves to be ranked. They're kind of the same as KU, like, they're taking care of business, but, like, the LSU wins a better win than any win KU has, I'd say. Um, 
And then like they beat Louisville, who might not be great, but they took care of business. And then like Wake Forest should be ranked. Uh, Minnesota should be ranked. They beat Michigan State last week. And then, you know, Arkansas should be ranked BYU. Yeah, like those are the teams. Ole Miss, like maybe not, but they're Ole Miss and they were good last year. So they're ranked, you know, I don't know. I think KU should be ranked, but I guess, like, I get why they're not ranked, but I don't at the same time. But, oh, well, we're 26. Hopefully, hopefully uh, this can light a fire under some people on the team. And uh, I don't know if it will. Hopefully 5-0 and would be enough. Well, I will say, if it makes you feel better, in the coaches poll, neither team's ranked. And yeah. I think Kansas, Syracuse. I think Syracuse made it in the. They did. Yeah. Kansas is receiving more votes than Kansas State. So and so is Texas Tech. So it's actually funny in the coaches poll, the only team in the Big Twelve that's not ranked or receiving votes is West Virginia. Mm-hmm. Thought that was kind of funny. But also, How, so. However, Michigan State is receiving votes in this coaches poll, and I think that completely discredits them. Well, what's for the listeners out there? Because I've said this to them before, I think. What happens is the AP poll will be all out of whack. And then the college football playoff poll will come out in a month or however long. It might be coming up sooner than I think. The college football playoff poll will come out, and then the AP poll will be more aligned with that because the AP poll voters want to look right. So that's that's what will happen. And all I can ask is that the Cats win every game from now until the college football playoff poll comes out. Because we'll be ranking that. How high do you think K-State would be ranked if they didn't lose to Tulane? You know, I actually think they'd probably be 18, 18, 17. Because they probably would have been ranked this, this, before the OU game. Yes, they would have been ranked this week. Um, but, yeah, they really shouldn't have lost to Tulane. Kind of stings a little bit, but top 10 win on the road. I'll take yeah. it. Yep. So. USC moved up a spot, taking over that spot that Oklahoma occupied. So they're the sixth best team in the country now. Yep. That's that's a lot for USC. I don't think they're that good. I will say I was impressed with their win against Fresno, even though Fresno's quarterback got hurt because the game was out of hand when it happened. But, I mean – I just don't know how the offense only puts up 17 against anybody. But, hey, you know, Alex Grinch, guess he's doing something. I, I guess. We're not the biggest Alex Grinch podcast. But I, I would say NC State moved up to the top 10, I think, just to make this game look a little more interesting because um, they beat UConn last week and moved up two spots. Well, OU fell. Who else fell? Nobody. Arkansas. Oh. So, I mean, I guess two teams fell. So you may also, I said to you earlier, Arkansas falling 10 spots because their kicker hit the top of the goalpost is complete bullshit. Yeah. Well, I mean, they've got to be better than Texas A&M and they can't with their right or Texas A&M has to be ranked higher than them by the rules of the AP poll. But they don't, but they don't, they can't move Texas A&M up past teams that haven't lost to Appalachian state right now. (laughs) So, yeah, Appalachian State might not be that good. 
Probably they're probably not. Actually, I don't think they are. But. Well, they beat Troy on a hail mary, and then they lost to Jim. Well, they lost to the best team in the country, James Madison. You know, they're not ranked either, so yeah, that's a whole mess. They are legitimately the best team in the country, for sure. So, all right, well, that's going to do it for this episode of the Hardly Knowledgeable Podcast. Thank you for listening. We'll be back next week after Kansas. Uh, loses to Iowa State and Kansas State beats Texas Tech. If you have any questions, feel free to ask us. Our uh, Twitter links are in the description of the podcast, and we will do our best to answer uh, on the podcast in, in coming videos. So thank you, and that's all.